everyone welcome to another edition of the morning grind here if you can't tell i am not stevie tbfl i am grant Neefer. i am taking over for him today can't remember the reason why but he is not here today he will be back tomorrow i believe i think we're going to be recording football maybe that's wednesday i don't know days of the week are irrelevant since covid started i have no idea what day of the week it is now but it is some point in the week, Monday Night Football, that means it's money. So we are recording for Tuesday, September 22nd, and I'm joined here by one of my good buddies, a guy I'm on with a lot of podcasts with, Dean Shavelson or DFS Alvinek or Dean78904, I don't know what you want to call him, but how are you doing over there, Deanie boy? What's going on, dude? Yeah, you, you hit all the handles, man. That's uh, that's impressive. You didn't get the underscore, DFS underscore Alvinek, if you want to get all technical. I don't believe in underscores, but... those are just spaces. Also, when, for your birthday or, or uh, you know, I don't know what you celebrate, I can get you a calendar. You know, it's Monday, Monday Night Football. You don't know the dates? You don't know how it works? Um, I just forget things sometimes. I'm currently pouring myself some water. I don't know if you can hear that. I realized it made noise. But I also have this thing called a calendar on a computer. Uh, those are things. They're electronic. And they tell you what day and time it is. Yeah, I have a phone that does the same thing. But I'm, same, same idea, same premise. I get it. Yeah, yeah I have one of those, too. But we got baseball to talk about. We got a full 11-game slate, so we probably got to dig on into it. You ready to roll? Yeah, dude, let's do it. By the way, uh, is Drew Brees done? Does he have a noodle arm? I think he's got a noodle arm. We were two, we're two weeks in the season. He was without his best wide receiver. This is a baseball podcast, but no, he's not done. I think he's toast. I think that's it. But go ahead. Uh, you, call, you heard it here first. I mean, you didn't hear it first. I got an ESPN notification like 20 minutes ago. That said uh, he has a noodle arm? <laughs> that says, is he alert. done? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So not really, not really uh, not really, too quick on the draw there, Dean. But let's get started here. That's an alert. You're, you're thinking of first take, but go ahead. Uh, no, it wasn't. It said, is he done? Uh, but in any case, we got first game on the slate. We got the Cubs going up against the Pirates. Currently don't have a total for this game, but we got Quintana opening up, going up against Brault. Let's start off here with the Cubs here. You interested in either of these guys? No, yeah, Quintana. I don't. I don't know. Is he throwing baseballs all year? He threw a. He, th- he threw I, twice. He's had decent numbers in his twenty plate appearances, but no, he, he he's been often on the DL or IL, and no, he's he's he really hasn't done too much. Yeah, I'm not interested. Uh, he's not fully stretched out. I can't imagine he goes like beyond five. And even like when they he did say a little pitcher. bit of a leash, so they didn't say a high leash. That's the only thing that we've really got coming off a lat injury. So he, he, my guess is probably around 65 pitches. Yeah, he's also not good. And he's like for his, Quintana, 65 pitches is like three innings and a third. If you watch all he pitches, he he truly labors out there for sure. So. Uh, I have no interest. They're expecting uh, Alzale to relieve him, and he's 8.2K and DK. That's a no-go for me, not happening. Uh, Brault on the other side, well, this is going to be a theme. Like, the overall screenshot as far as this slate, the, the arms aren't very good, I believe. We're talking the main slate, obviously, but I'm fairly certain Garrett Cole and Shane Bieber are pitching during the day. Unfortunately, that's not on the main slate, so we can't pick those guys, and the arms are not very good. So I think at least throw, like, Brault in the bucket of guys, I guess I kind of sort of would consider um well it's not great but he's cheap and he's an sp2 and again the, the theme of this podcast is going to be at least on my end the pitching is not very good uh the cubs this season the cubs are they have a 74 wrc plus against lefties that's a disaster they Chris lost Bryant Chris might Bryant. be out 
Yeah, yeah he, he, he was exiting. A, he was probably playing injured as is, like, for a while now, just kind of going through it. But he left, uh, he left uh, Monday's ball game. So I do not expect him to be in there on Tuesday. Either way, again, the Cubs not good. It's a good pitcher's ballpark. Ralts coming off the game where he actually threw a complete game. Uh, he, again, he's not great, but he's cheap. And I think the name of the game for pitching, especially from an SP2 perspective, is kind of surviving. And I think Brawl can survive. And that's the biggest endorsement I got for you. Yeah, no, I mean, that's pretty much it. He's cheap enough. We kind of want to pay up for one of the top guys on the slate. And you're just looking for SP2. And occasionally we can find a guy that is just way too cheap. But I don't see that here today. There's really not many great options down at the bottom. So Burrell's, yeah, about as cheap as I'm willing to get. You know, without Brian in there, really not great versus lefties. Really not a great lineup right now. So he's got a 21% K rate. Yes, he can get a little bit wild at times with a 12% walk rate. But he still managed to get all the way through a game last week. He pitched 110 pitches. He's been over 95 in three straight games. He can get you there long enough. And, yeah, just just this Cubs team is not great. So I'm right there with you. What about these Cubs bats? Like, <laughs> no. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, like you said, Brawl, 21% carry. It's not special. He walks too many guys as well, too. But I pulled up the – I'm looking at the, the plate IQ uh, for the Woba side for the Cubs. It's all red. It's just terrible. And, again, I, I just think Brawl can kind of sort of somewhat survive it. We talked about Bryant most likely not picking that lineup either. Uh, unless there's somebody super cheap. Well, what's the price on Hat? Is he super cheap? Otherwise – That's 4.2K. Yeah, I mean, he's probably going to lead off. Decent shot of five ABs if things go well. But, again, that's not guaranteed either because that lineup's not very good. Um, yeah, I, I'm i not interested in this game. I, I mean, it's a game, a bad ballpark, um, you know, for hitting. Uh, the Pittsburgh side, if Reynolds is still super cheap on DK, I'm pulling that up right now. Is he still – Okay, so Reynolds – still 3.6K. Yeah. Well, wait, I'm thinking he's 2.7K. Is that not correct? Oh, Reynolds. I was thinking Hayes. I, I like Hayes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like uh, a value and Reynolds is 2.7. So I, I think that's cheaper. Yeah, it is cheaper, but he's also a worse hitter. So take the good, take the bad. Yeah. I'm not really interested in Cubs bats and over on the Pittsburgh side. Like, yeah, some of these guys are actually kind of cheap. You can create a decent Pittsburgh stack here um it's not terribly hard to do I mean Reynolds is in there at 2.7k Hayes is in there at 3.6 we got Moran sitting there at 3.6k Bell 4.3k and I mean it's going to be a few innings of Quintana a few innings of Azale who's not great has a bad outing his last time out but like I'm not really worried about lefty versus righty it's the ballpark that worries me but I think you can create a little mini stack here with with the Pirates just because pricing is a thing and we got some not cheap pitchers on the slate. So I, I don't mind a Pittsburgh sack. I really don't. I think Reynolds, Hayes, Moran, Bell, Gonzalez are not the worst plays in the world at their price tag. And given the correlation, Quintana, I mean, we, he hasn't pitched for a little while. He gets a little wild at times. And Adesley can really get into some trouble. Both those guys are super wild, yeah. So – you're not going to catch any stack of the Pirates. Like, it's, that's just not going to happen. I'll, I'll probably a couple, you know, if, if Reynolds works as far as the salary here, if he's leading off, he's 2.7K and DK, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, I'm just not going to play Colin Moran. I understand why you would. I understand why you have any stack as far as Pittsburgh, but I just, I'm not making enough lineups to get there or even justify that. Bad lineup, bad ballpark, and uh, yeah, I'm going to look elsewhere. It's, just, it's a big, big enough slate. I don't have to play Pirates. That, that's sort of where I'm at. Yeah, that's fair. Let's move on to the next game here. We got the Rays going up against the Mets. I think this is where we're going to find a lot of the pitching that we want to get. 
Uh, we got Snell going up versus Luga. Only a seven and a half total here in this game, which makes it all the more interesting here. Let's start off with Snell going up against the Mets. Lefty. We don't know how late he's going to go in the game. Maybe he gets up to 90 pitches. Maybe he doesn't end up getting 90 pitches, but he's 9.5K. He's probably the best pitcher on the slate. He's probably got one of the best matchups here. Are you Snell your go-to guy on the slate? Yeah, so you, you hit a couple things where he, went, he threw 700 pitches his last time out. Um, you know, I, I, you're probably not going to get 100 pitches out of him. I'm, I'm curious how teams are going to handle this. This is, this is the last Tuesday of the regular season. This is the last week of the regular season. Uh, Tampa is in the playoffs. I'm pretty sure they've clinched it. Maybe they can win the division or not. I don't know how much that matters. They do get home field, uh, you know, how that's working. But, again, but there's uh, 12 teams. God, I should know this. Is it 16 teams? How many? 16 teams are making the playoffs, I believe. The three first and second in each division and the two best overall records after that. Tampa's in. They're 100% locked in. Just a matter of who they're going to be playing against. Uh, and they do baby Snell. Uh, but he is the absolute the best arm on the slate. Tricky part is he's facing a Mets team that strikes out uh, the second least as far as their active roster, the second least against left-handers at 19.4%. But the other part of that, again, is he's 9.5K in DK. He's clearly the best option. On Fandle, inexplicably, he's the fourth most expensive pitcher. You know, I don't know who's better than him as far as raw points. I don't see raw points projections just yet. We're recording this on a Monday night, but I'm going to venture and say uh, projection models are going to tell you that Snell is the highest points projection guy. So that's what makes sense to me, unless there's some sort of like we get something about to they're going to let him to 80 pitches or something like that, 85 pitches, but even 90 pitches, he can strike out, you know, 10 guys. I know this Mets team doesn't strike out, but also they don't like face Blake Snell every single time. So He's an absolute beast. I just yes. want to say something like you look at how they've treated him the last, what, eight starts, seven starts. Uh-huh. It's been very consistent. Get through the lineup uh, three times, whatever it is, two times. Um, and that's it. Like that, he's pitched five innings, five point one innings, five point one innings, five innings, five innings, five point two innings, five innings. Like he's getting to five innings in all likelihood, which at least will get you the win. It's not going to give you the quality start, which is a little bit tough over on FanDuel. Um, but I still think it's between him and one other guy that we'll get to later that uh, I plan on using today. But yeah, right there with you. Now, what about over on the other side, Lugo, a guy that was chalked last time out. Has good numbers on the year, Grant. Some of it's out of the bullpen. We don't have a huge sample size from him, but with the sample size we do have, 2.65 XFIP, 31.5% K rate. He is going up against the Rays, which has a decent K rate going up against Righty so far this year in the projected lineup. And people aren't going to play him because of how much he got blown up the last start. I think Lugo is my SP2. I know that you're kind of probably on a different page, but I really, really like Lugo on the start, and I hated him the last start. Yeah, I mean, he got his face punched in last time. And like you said, some of his numbers are kind of sort of skewed just because, you know, coming out in and out of the pan, it's just different. You can ramp it up a little more, a little bit more when you know you're facing only like six guys as opposed to the, the teams are relying on you to get 15 outs or, you know, six, go six innings or something like that. But like you said, 31.5 uh, K rate in the season is pretty solid. Uh, it's worth noting like Tampa, like one of the reasons why they're the, I don't want to say the best team in baseball, one of the best teams in baseball, they get the most out of the little they have. Um Meadows, by the way, is ding, so he's probably not going to play, so that's definitely a positive. But we've seen this Tampa team have, like, nine lefties in a lineup. They can go nine full lefties. And, you know, the splits here for Lugo, his Ks aren't as high versus lefties as opposed to righties, 26.4%. And also, it's worth noting these samples are not huge like we kind of talked about. But it is a, in tonight's ballpark, sure, I'll give you that. Uh, a great ballpark to pitch in. Uh, as far as the Vegas total, we're looking at, like, seven and a half right now. 
He's obviously a dog because the other side is Snell, and you know Tampa's got pretty good, pretty solid line of pre- pretty professional hitters over there. But um, I don't know. Like the, the tricky part is I don't like Lugo, but then when I look ahead and I say, okay, I, I want to, I have to click on two pitchers on DK, uh, you know, two pitcher sites. It's I, it's hard for me to get excited about anybody, and he is cheap enough where you can justify it, I suppose. And you can absolutely, like you said, you like Snell and Lugo. We talk about win equity, and some people don't like the roster two pitchers in the same game. I don't care about that. Like, the win equity is nice. It's fine. Like, the odds of getting two Ws anyway kind of kills your upside to some degree. But if both these pitchers get going, you know, they can each put up 25 points theoretically. So, yeah. uh, I, I don't care about that. It's basically the point I'm making. If you like Lugo, just play Lugo. Don't worry about, oh, I can't play both pitchers in the same game. Yeah, well, I really like Lugo. What about any of these Tampa Bay bats? Obviously, Lugo giving up a decent ISO to lefties and righties. And there's some guys with power we obviously have to worry about. The pinch hit risk, who's going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Uh as of right now, like, I like the price tags on, but I'm just – there's no one in particular I really want. Like, I don't know how late Lugo's going to go into the game. I don't know if they're going to bring in a lefty. I don't know who's going to get pinch hit for. That's kind of the problem I'm facing, plus the ballpark and Lugo possibly being decent. Uh, I think I'm predominantly staying away from Tampa Bay hitters. I like Brandon Lau a little bit, but he's 5.8K in DK. Yeah. It's like, whoa, that's a – that's a pretty big price tag. I think he's kind of interesting as a one-off. And if you want to be different this slate, like for sure, that's one route to go. Uh, I'm Fandle, he's heavily priced too. Not as, not as egregious, but he's 3.7K, which is fine. But yeah, otherwise, I'm, I'm not going to – no. I'm, I'm more interested in the pitchers in this game, especially the, uh, the Snell side. And, like he's, he's got to be my top pitcher in the slate, despite the fact that the Mets don't strike out a ton. Hopefully, you get a couple of, a couple of like, different guys in the lineup that are less contact heavy. Yeah. Yeah, no, you look at any Mets bats? No. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you want to put the polar bear, I suppose, like Pete Alonso can bang one out. You can home run with a few of these guys, but just not worth it. Yeah, that's sort of where I'm at. Like, if you, if you can certainly do it, it's allowable. Uh, Blake Snell this year has given up, what, 1.62 homers per nine. So, uh, it's happened before. Not a big fly ball pitcher. You know, the, the homer to fly ball rate is 26.7%, which is excuse high. So, you could say he's been unlucky as far as the homers. But, yeah, uh, realistically i'm not going to play any any bets against them yeah all right let's move on to the next game here we got miami going up against atlanta we got a nine total we got wilson going against urana let's start off with urana here he's cheap he's in a bad matchup i'm not using him yeah that, that's going to be a pass for me dog no uh no urania for me no thank you all right wilson on the other side assuming the same thing yeah um you know we don't have a, a huge sample size on him but extending back to last year we're looking at a 16.8% K percent and a 12.2% walk rate. Um, that's bad. That's, that's, that's bad. Plus he, too many... he might not go that late into the game. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a no. The, the, the pitchers are a no, uh, pretty clearly a no. Uh, if we get discounts on the, on these Marlins, as far as some prices, like Dickerson at 3.7 K is kind of sort of somewhat interesting. Like don't mind that on DK. I mean, just the way DK isn't doing their pricing, you get these 2K guys all the time now. Uh, I see Joyce is 2.6 K. The tricky part with him is the Marlins will absolutely pinch hit for him if the situation calls for it. And again, the Marlins are battling for a playoff spot. They're live for a playoff spot. So they're going to I've got money on them to win the World Series. Fun fact. <laughs> I threw a $1 free bet on them at like 200 to 1. If only this is back to the future, too. You'd, you'd have a live bet. You know, they, I don't, well, that, that, was, that was Florida, right? Florida faces the Cubs. Wait, was yeah. it Miami or Florida? I can't remember what it said. Maybe it's in Miami, actually. But uh, how much do you have on it, you said? $1 free bet. <laughs> okay 
are you going to hedge that at any point? They they might crack the playoffs. Which will no, be a I'm, just, I'm, I'm just letting it happen. I'm letting it ride. There you go. Um, but yeah, I was just making the point that if Wilson's not going to go very deep, uh, a guy like Joyce might like get two at bats. Like once uh, if a lefty comes in, Joyce, uh, the situation calls for it. Very real chance he gets the hook. So he's cheap for a reason. Of course, he can bang out a homer in the first inning, and who cares? Um, yeah. That, otherwise, it's hard to get enthused as far as this Miami sign. Dickerson's okay leading off. You know, decent chance those five abs. The other side, of course, is where it's at. You know, Acuna, Freeman, uh, Ozuna. Revenge game number seventy-two for Marcelo Ozuna. Uh, they they have moved Albies up in the lineup as well. We saw Swanson, I think, bat ninth on Monday, which is sort of weird. That Atlanta lineup is pretty loaded, and Durania is not good. Uh, I feel pretty good. Like, you know, as far as I'm not breaking any uh, story here, breaking any news here like you are as far as uh, the noodle arm of, uh, of Drew Brees. But the Atlanta side is really, really positive. They're jumping off the page meter against Miami. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I will say that I do, don't mind Aguilar there at 3.4K. Like, that's too cheap. He's in a better ballpark. Bryce Wilson gives up a lot of hard contact, decent amount of fly balls. His number against righties, small sample size is terrible. I don't let mind him. I don't mind Marte. Just the price tag is tough. And Garrett Cooper is not the worst idea in the world. But, yeah, the Miami side isn't great, but I don't mind it too much. But, yeah, the Atlanta side, probably the top stack of the day in all likelihood. Great matchup. Terrible workman. Yeah, good ballpark. Yeah, it's just pl- play everyone. Pl- it's that simple. Play everyone all the way up and down the lineup. I don't think there's a bad play in it. Stack it any which way. Stack it every which way. Again, this is a. By the way, last time they played, uh, I think the, the score was twenty-nine to nine. So, again, maybe you should stack the Marlins here, just so you know, because that happened once. Uh, but yeah, no, this is a, this is an interesting spot here for the Braves. I'm just worried about ownership, but might still be worth it to play them. But play every single one of them. Let's move on to the Baltimore game. Here we got Baltimore. Going I, I was just a couple things I, I wanted to note before we move on. Uh, you know, shopping around as far as the sites. I wanted to have FanDuel as well, too. A lot of people play FanDuel as well or just don't play DK at all for whatever reason. Uh, they have their sites they like, and that's that. Uh, FanDuel specific, the prices on the Marlins are a little more appealing. Marte's 3K, Aguiar's 3K, Dickerson's 2.8. Like, again, Joyce is 2.4. We don't know how long he's going to stick around. Anderson and Cooper, uh, that's two different people, uh, 2.9 and 3.1K. So, just if you wanted to stack the Marlins for whatever reason, you can. I think you can, like, you can get, you can stack the game if you want to do that too, actually. Uh, I, I don't think that's a terrible idea and it's much more appealing from a, uh, just a salary perspective uh, on FanDuel. The other thing is, you know, uh, temperatures, it's cold, like, everywhere. Like, we don't really like, oh, we like when it's 100 degrees and the wind's blowing out, uh, you know, just kind of scrolling through 66 in Pittsburgh, 71 for the Mets, uh, 69 in Atlanta. Some people might say that's nice, that's nice, but that's not nice for hitting the baseball necessarily. You know, 64 in Boston. Uh, the only one that might, we might have something is Arizona, and they, they love to open the dome when it's like 100 degrees out. I don't know what's gonna, what it's going to be, but they are home. But, uh, yeah, so weather is just uh, subduing baseballs. And just from one game sample size tonight, Monday night, um, not a lot of homers, not a lot of action from baseballs for what it's worth. But, yeah, just throwing that out there. Go ahead. Yeah, of course you're if they do open the dome, it is 100 degrees outside there tomorrow. But let's move on to the Baltimore game. We'll get to that one in a second. Baltimore going up against Boston. We've got a 10.5 team total here. We've got Aiken going up against Pavetta. Pavetta is not in the DK uh, player pool, but he is in the FanDuel player pool at 5.9K. We'll get to them in a second. Aiken, he's got a 31% K rate on the year. 
Boston has not looked great. He's cheap. The slate sucks. You playing him? Yeah, uh, that's interesting. What is the asking price for Aiken? I, I did not really Six point three k. We don't have a huge sample on him. So we have 18 innings is what we're looking at. It's a 31% K rate. The swinging strike rate kind of backs that up at 13.8% as well, too. Um, yeah, I mean, the Boston side's meh. Uh, I mean, Danny Martinez, once upon a time, he's, he's fallen off a bit this year. But there's still some power in that bat, I would argue. He has – now, Aiken's been really lucky. Uh, he's got 43.2% as far as his fly balls and only a 5.3% home on the fly ball. So, like – that's probably going to be a correction, which speaks to the 0.48 homers per nine. Again, these are all super small samples. And, uh, you know, that's why he's got 338 ERA, but he's got an XFIP of over four. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm not enthused, but he is cheap. Again, the ballpark's not great. Maybe a sprinkle, maybe a pinch. There's, there's somebody else I like more that's basically the same price later on. Yeah, also you got Brault, who's basically the same price. And I think I'd rather go with him. Yeah. He doesn't have a 5.2 run total against him. Pavetta will just go over real quick. I mean, I don't know how late he's going to go into the game. Any interest in him over on FanDuel at 5.9K? Yeah, confession. I didn't know Pavetta was on Boston. Neither did I. We were going over the slate, and I'm like, Nick Pavetta? Because I was I was pulling up some pages, and I'm like, Nick Pavetta? I'm like, why is he – oh, I guess he's throwing baseballs today? I, I had no clue. But, um, yeah, that Baltimore side's not good. Is Pavetta fully stretched out, like, and ready to go? He saw I honestly pitch, don't like, know. August 10th, he pitched a third of an inning. August 6th, he pitched – I mean, he was probably working at their um, facility, yeah. you know, the, the off-site. And you never really know what those, and there's no reporting on that. Uh, it is 5-9 on Fandle. And you, I guess, in theory, like if you had fully stretched out Pavetta, that, that you could do worse. But my first thought is I, I, don't, think I'm, I don't think I'm into that. Um, yeah, I, I, no, that, that's, I, that's not going to happen. I just don't think that's happening. And we're seeing a, a big total in this game. Um, and what I'm seeing is there's basically a coin toss right now. So Vegas certainly is not the side of that either. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the Baltimore Bats. A lot of them are super cheap and a 5.4 run total. I have a ton of interest in DJ Stewart at 2.6K, as I do on a fairly regular basis, because he's just crushing the ball. Montcastle sitting there at 3.7K. Really like him. Severino, don't mind that at all. Like, again, don't know how good Pavetta it's going to be. Um, Mullins, if you really need to save some money, not a bad guy to add to your stack. I really like the Baltimore stack, specifically Stewart and Montcastle. It's cheap. You can double-barrel pitcher with a Baltimore stack. I think that's what a lot of people are probably going to end up doing. I'm going to wait and see on ownership, but I'm on Baltimore. I'm definitely on Baltimore for both one-offs and for full stacks. Well, I would say, for starters, you can't double-barrel pitchers. There's only one barrel available. There's two. <laughs> there's there, there's not two legit barrels, unfortunately. There was two or three to pick on a Monday night. A Monday night, but uh, on Tuesday, am I, am I missing something? What do you mean? Is Valdez not in play? Yeah, he doesn't qualify as a barrel. He's the fine. guy that it was got thirty five Fandle points and is going up against the Mariners. Wait, Fandle points? DK, I mean, points. DK, DK points. We'll yeah. talk about him. He's fine, uh, and you know I feel like he's overpriced, and but like you also can get there if you want to. But, like, he's more expensive than, than Snell, which is ridiculous. I know yeah, Seattle's so playing both. Yes, you can do that. Uh, as far as Stewart, he's been playing over his head. Uh, like, good for him. He, he came – he was awesome when, when, he, when he, you know, came to the scene. He was banging out a homer. I think his first, like, two or three or four hits in the majors were home runs. DK never really adjusted his price. He's got seven homers now, but 
he hasn't hit one in a while, and the league's adjusted to him, and they kind of started figuring him out. Didn't he hit one like a week ago? Well, seven days ago, whatever it was. I don't. Yeah, I guess that's what they call a week, right? If we got, I got to consult my calendar. I have one of those on my phone. <laughs> it's a callback. Um, yeah. So their best actual, like real life, the best hitters is Mountcastle. Also, the best name. It just. It, I don't know if it's coincidence or not. Mountcastles. That's like if I was writing a movie about a baseball player, it's like my star. His name would be Mountcastle. Um, yeah, he's legit. He he crushed in the minors and he, he's hit well in the majors as well too. And but that in that bullpen locked in for nine innings. I, I think he's the best of the bunch. Um, you know, but like you said, it's a cheap stack for sure. Uh, Mullins probably going to lead off, and he's. It's like, do you like Mullins or do you like Reynolds? I think I like Reynolds more than Mullins, but like. Well, I like Mullins in a stack. At. Sure. Yeah. But, like, yeah. it's a terrible – like, Iglesias is projected to bat second. It's such a bad lineup. They miss Santander. He was a lot of fun. Um, I miss him, too. I enjoyed playing him. But, yeah, it's it's very cheap stack, and you can get, like, your one-offs. You're, like, if you want to do, like, a 5-3 or a 4-4, four, four, however you're doing it, uh, those can be some stud hitters as well. So, because they're not taking – eating up a ton of the salary. What do you have as far as uh, as far as the Boston side? Because when J.D. JD Martinez is 4-3 on DK versus an unproven lefty, and I think he's super cheap on FanDuel as well. 3-3. Three, three. They get bumped up a little bit. Got to pay attention to that to some degree, right? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, yeah. I mean, Dahlbeck, you can play Martinez. You can play Bogarts and Devers. They're super expensive. But, I don't know. This, this might be a game where I end up stacking the game uh, just because, like, there are enough cheap, cheap bats over on the Baltimore side and some expensive, decent bats like Bogarts over on the other side. Aiken, again, we don't know exactly what he's going to be, but he is giving up a 46% fly ball rate, and he is giving up a 40% hard contact rate. Two righties with platoon split that are pretty pretty darn powerful. Like, J.D. Martinez, he's been bad so far this year, but he's still got over a 200 ISO. He's still has a decent fly ball rate, and he's still got a 40% hard contact rate. Maybe Andrew, maybe who knows what's wrong with him versus lefties so far this year and overall this year. But – I, I stretch it back to last year, enough to cut you off. You stretch it back to last year in 225 plate appearances. He's got a 411 ISO, which is insane. Yeah, no, he, he crushes lefties. Hey, Cardi. Um, but yeah, like I, I'll stack him up most which ways. Like it's just how it's going to go because they have a decent total. So and that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. yeah, and the other part of that, he, he might only get two at-bats versus Aiken. Like, that's – Aiken won five innings last time. He didn't throw 93 pitches, but it's probably – like, he's – Aiken gets taken out of the game in the the fifth inning when Martinez comes up and there's a man on. He's at, like, 91 pitches. So, you know, it's just – Yeah, that's, but that's, also, just like, how's the Baltimore bullpen? Yeah, it's not spectacular <laughs> to my knowledge. I'm pretty sure it's not very good. Yeah, yeah, the Baltimore bullpen – like, that's the thing. Like, the difference between Aiken and the bullpen – isn't really that drastic. I mean, Baltimore has been all right this year, but five point four point five seven xFIP. Like they're not a their bullpen's nothing spectacular. But let's move on to the next game here. We got Detroit going up against Minnesota. We got Scooball going up against. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, it's Dobnak. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Dobnak, the, the Uber driver. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but let's start off with Scooball. He's cheap. Minnesota's tough. Obviously, has a few guys that can crush lefties. Hello, uh, Nelson Cruz. Any interest in Scooball here? Again, we need to find some cheapies. So, Boomstick was a late scratch last game. What was the reason why he was a late scratch? There was something that happened. 
uh, just sort of throwing it out there. He has, he has, he's got a knee. And not only does he have a knee, he's got a 40-year-old knee. Maybe it's 41. He's got an old knee. Of course, he's got a ridiculous bat, especially against lefties. So you want to keep an eye on that one as well. Uh, as far as Minnesota against lefties this year as a team, as far as their um, you know, current roster, we're looking at uh, – they've been disappointing. <laughs> their WRC plus this year is bottom six, bottom five. This is active roster, which is kind of weird. Uh, of course, they've been they've dealt with some injuries as well too, and I bet their ISO has got to be higher than that. Uh, Donaldson, Josh Donaldson, of course, has a long history of matching lefties as well too. And he hasn't uh, that like that probably helps their numbers that haven't been great because he was out for a while. You want to? This is wild. This is I was not aware of this. Grant, uh, at a third, there's 30 teams in baseball, right? 30, right? Uh, Minnesota Twins, isolated power versus lefties this year. You know where they rank? 28th. This is active roster. 30th. Wow. What? <laughs> like, I, I don't want to freak out over We're talking about, like, six and a half, seven weeks data, whatever it is, seven and change. Um, you know, I, I, I prefer a bigger sample. But, and, of course, they've had some injuries as well, too. But coming into this year, well, the last year, they, let, they let, set an all-time record for homers, uh, you know, in, for 162 games each. 162 game season. I say all that. Uh, I'm saying that yes, you can play Donaldson. Yes, you, you can play Cruz. You can play Sano. There's plenty of power on that side. But it is just sort of a. Uh, it's just sort of interesting. I was very. I, I knew they were underachieving, but not like that much. Yeah. Yeah. What about Dobnak over on? Wait. Did do you do you like Scooball or no? I don't think so. I don't think we're playing Scooball. It's a fun name to say though. Yeah, I don't mind it just because of the price tag, but not. Not going out of my way for it. What about over on the other side, Dobnak going up against Detroit? He's expensive. He's he's eight point eight K. It's a ridiculous price tag, and he has some of the weirdest numbers, Dobnak. I'm not sure if you if you dig into Dobnak's numbers at all. But um well, let me see. He's got yeah, he's got a point five eight homer per nine. Um what he doesn't walk anybody. I, I think he, he gets must a just, lot of ground balls. He must have just given up like a, a couple homers because the numbers have changed on him. Did he give up a couple homers recently? I think that's what happened. I don't think he's had he a home be... run in the last four games. Oh, well, okay. He gave up those three, yeah, like a few starts ago. And there you go. I was kind of adding those two together. He's only given a few all season long is the point. He's not given a lot of power, but he's also not striking anybody out. And, you know, K's are king. And he's got a ridiculous price tag. So, no, we're not playing Dobnik. Yeah, and I'm probably not playing any Detroit bats. Just they're not going to get home runs. I know they're cheap. But I'd rather just roll with Baltimore bats. Um, yeah, I, I can't, I can't get enthused unless I need like an absolute, uh, an absolute cheapie or something like that. Are you old enough to remember? You might've actually you remember this guy because you were a fan of the team possibly. You remember Mike Cameron? Yeah. For the Seattle Mariners? Yeah. I think he was, wasn't he a part of the Ken Griffey Jr. Chariot? I think he was. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. That's his kid playing for Detroit. That's a, that's, that's Cameron's his kid. What if you're old? I do feel old. He's 47 now. Mike Cameron. <laughs> yeah, Daz Cameron, the prospect for Detroit. Bit of a prospect. That's Mike Cameron's kid. Um, I, I was told, at least last year, in the sample last year, remember Mitch Carver was like the greatest hitter alive yeah. against left-handers? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just came back. He's another one of those lefties, lefty killers, lefty masters that got injured this year. Uh, the price isn't particularly great on DK. We saw him leading off earlier in the year, actually, against lefties. I wonder if he's super cheap on FanDuel. 2-2. Two, two. That's interesting, I suppose, if you believe, like, he's real and it's just, like, he's been unlucky. So, here's something about, you know what his hard hit rate is versus lefties? Again, small sample size. This season or last season? This season. 
I mean, it's probably terrible because I roster every. Oh, okay. Well, how many of bats are talking about? Like 20 or 30? 23. Okay. So, like, he's just not like getting it. the ball in the air a whole lot. And so, looking at this matchup here, looking at his, him going up against Scooball, like, he gives up a 50% fly ball rate. He's not a ground ball pitcher. I actually like Garver today. I think Garver is going to go fairly low owned, like, especially over on FanDuel with that price tag. Well, 2 2 on FanDuel is pretty. I mean, again, I don't know how much salary you need to save. We haven't, I haven't like crunched the lineup just yet. Uh, you know, kind of like putting the pieces together and all that. But, um, yeah, if I need a salary saver, that's the only place I'll look. Yeah. Yeah, but him, I don't mind to know, like, the high K rate with that changeup for Scooball is not really something I like, but always a chance at a bomb there. Uh, Donaldson, 4.1, really like that price tag. If Cruz is in the lineup, you can always play him against a lefty, always. Um, but, yeah, that, that's, that's really it for me. Uh, let's move on to the next game here. We got St. Louis going up against the Royals here. Gomber going up against Singer. Let's go start with Gomber. We're not using him. We don't know how late he's going to go into the game. Like, he is 5.6K, but 57 pitches in his last outing. I don't think he's gone over – he's gone over 60 once this year, and he went 63. I don't think he's going to go late enough. I, I have no interest in him. Do you? Same. Yeah, let's talk about Singer on the other side. He's definitely a guy that's interesting today. Priced at 6.9K. Nice. Uh, he's got decent stuff. He had a great outing this last outing. Didn't go as long as we hoped he would, but he's going up against St. Louis. You've got some things to say about St. Louis, so go ahead. Well, yeah, we were talking about a pre-show, and I was saying how St. Louis is like the most boring vanilla team, and like I never roster roster. I'm always like, I guess I'll roster this Cardinal, but like I, I played some on Monday night just because you kind of sort of had to. There's only so many teams playing, but I like to avoid them at all costs, basically. And what I was talking about was that they missed, um, what, two weeks because of COVID. And they've had one game off, like one day off since Saturday, August 25th. I'm sorry, August 15th. Uh, they've had one day off since then. Uh, now, granted, against Pittsburgh recently, they won. They ran off four games in a row. But this team has to be exhausted. They played a doubleheader on the 18th, a doubleheader on the 16th, a doubleheader on the 14th, a doubleheader on the 10th, a doubleheader on the 8th. And is that they've had no days off at all. And they're also, like, not very good. They're just, like, whatever. They, I, so and we saw Singer go out there. He was a stud last time, last two times actually. I, I I don't think he's a particularly great pitcher, but you know you stretch it back to last year. We're looking at a twenty three point three percent K rate. That's certainly acceptable for the asking price. And he doesn't, you know, good. You know, the walking numbers aren't great. Eight point one percent. Um, you know, good as far as the isolated powers of doing homers and things like that. But from both sides of the plate, the Ks are basically the same: twenty two point six percent, twenty four point two percent. And those numbers aren't jumping off the page, obviously. But, you know, are we afraid of the Cardinals? Uh, we can play this game. You know, the WRC Plus Cardinals versus righties this year at 94, 6% worse than the average team. Who are we really afraid of? I mean, goalies, you know, a live bat. But basically this team is, you know, I guess Carpenter, we saw him bang out a homer Monday night. But he's, he's had a massively disappointing season. And, again, this the nature of the slate is – survival with your sp2 and i think i think singer survives i think he's fine yeah yeah i like singer i don't like the st louis bats i don't really like any of them same page yeah st louis by the way this season uh, bottom two uh isolated power against righties so yeah they're they're not good all right let's he's go not giving the, up a homer let's go over to the royals here i like perez versus lefty i like wit but the price tag's a little tough mondes here remember when he was like 2.6k not anymore Oh, um, so you want a bit of trivia for you? 
uh, I, I mentioned this on one of our Grinders Live show, uh, and we had somebody do a quick Google, Yisman, shout out Yisman if you're listening. Um, so I was asking the question, I'm like, I can't, I, I don't know if you've ever seen a dude in back-to-back games, back-to-back-to-back, three games in a row, jack in a bag, bang out a homer and swipe a bag. And Adabert Lamondesi did that this year. He had, he had a homer and he swiped the bag three consecutive games. And I asked the question, I'm like, that's probably never happened in history before. Maybe like Jose Canseco, maybe Ricky, Ricky Henderson. But I was trying to think like how that's so rare to do. If you, if you had a homer, that decreases your chances of stealing bases. I'm not sure if you know that. Um, yeah. So it happened once. It happened once before Grant. It happened like in 2005. Uh, this guy, you don't really think of him as a stolen base guy, but he ran up a bunch of years as a, as a bunch of stolen bases. I don't know if you want to play the game or not, but he was in the NL East. That helps. He once run a home run derby, I believe. Bobby Abreu. Yes, yes. You nailed. Did you Google? No. Oh, look at you. Yeah. I used to love Bobby Abreu. I yeah. He just yeah. He always had that like weird batting grip. That yeah. I, I used to love that guy. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That doesn't help anybody out from a DFS perspective. I just thought that was a interesting yeah. little uh, nugget there for the people. Uh, but, let me tell you this. Uh, you know, sometimes players come back from injury and their prices are kind of sort of goofy. Solaire. Jorge Solaire is 2.5K on DK. That, that's, in, that's not the appropriate price. No, that's not the pro, pro, appropriate price that can hit the ball out versus a lefty at any given time. Yeah, I love Solaire. Love it. Lo- Dozier, even at 4K, I don't mind. Like, yeah. I, 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 I like the Royal Stack. I like Witt, I like Perez, I like Solaire, I like Dozier, I even like Franco. All going up against the lefty. I think it's a good spot for them. I'm on board for them. But we probably need to move things along while we get sidetracked anytime you're on the show, Dean. I apologize. <laughs> I get a little – have people just stop listening at this point? I apologize. But well, we don't have a whole, apology, but There's not a whole lot of pitching we need to talk about left. So let's move on to the next game here. we got Arizona going up against Texas, Lyles versus Smith, Lyles. X button. Yeah, we're not playing Lyles. We're not playing Caleb Smith. Who knows how deep Caleb's going to go? They trade probably three innings. Yeah, and they'll have Clark afterwards. That's just a state situation. No go. Yeah, although the Texas numbers are terrible. Any interest in the bats? They are terrible. Um, They still have you know Gallo. I I will say this: I'm pretty certain that historically Caleb Smith is kind of reverse splitsy, and you're only going to see Gallo is probably only going to see him once, maybe twice. If you're thinking the lefty on lefty thing. So yeah, I'm perfectly fine with Gallo. And we also mentioned this earlier about, you know, if the roof is open, which it sounds egregious, but they, they will leave the roof open sometimes. So it's yeah, 100 it's 100 degrees, degrees out. out there. If you Google, actually, if you do a Google search, it'll you can usually find the page and it'll tell you like it's the series, like what they're doing the next three days sometimes. They used to have like a hotline you can call. It's amazing. But that I don't think that exists anymore. Uh, but yeah, everything else in Texas is just awful. It's a terrible baseball team. Maybe they benefit from the weather there. Uh, the roof um, will be open, by the way. Yeah. Why do they hate their players so much? Why would you do that to them? But, um, yeah. I, I I guess you could play some Solak. Is Solak cheap? Solak's 3.2K. I don't mind him. Um, Gallo, I don't mind. Oduro, I, I honestly don't hate it just because of the prices, even though they've been mm-hmm. terrible, especially versus lefties. But, again, you're only getting three innings, maybe only one, two at-bats. But I, I, yeah, and Caleb Smith has been atrocious so far this year. Like, just absolutely terrible. Huge fly ball rate. Any of the guys that can hit the ball hard, like, I'm talking myself more and more onto 
a ranger stack now that we're talking about it oh gosh i'm stacking the rangers how many wrong. rangers is too many rangers though like you can't have a full five rangers stack can you at 11 games i mean eight? that's the big thing you like look at their numbers and yes they're not good but you look at the hard contact rates versus lefties and versus righties like gallo still has a big one odor still has a big one versus righties even though like it's against a lefty you can still hit the ball hard solak kenner falafa Tavares, like there's some hard hit guys. Tata in a smaller sample size still yeah. has a good hard hit rate. I, I honestly like with a hundred degrees, bad weather all around. I like a Texas stack, so I'm assuming well, we're gonna. It's the same weather for the Arizona hitters. How do you feel with the Arizona hitters? I actually like them a lot. Like Cole honest, Calhoun. Yeah, Cole Calhoun, fantastic play. Walker Lyles is just trash. Like Diamondbacks might be the best point per dollar stack on the entire slate. Yeah, and we're probably going to get – I mean, we've had Rojas and Van Meter around 2K or so. They bumped Rojas up to 3-4. Uh, Van Meter is at 2-8. Uh, Calhoun is all the way up to 4-5. He's a guy that's been, you know, pretty low all season long. Uh, for a cheap catcher, Varsha is now up to 3.1K, but certainly playable. We've seen him lead off in some instances. Maybe we'll see that again tomorrow. If he does, obviously, uh, a really interesting play there at catcher. Peralta's been pretty garbage this year, but he is cheap. And Lyles is bad, too, and bad versus bad. Something's got to happen, right? Somebody's yeah. got to win. Um, yeah, it's it's just – I wish there was different offenses in this in this environment, but they're also facing, you know, pretty positive pitching environments, too. So, yeah, it is what it is. This is what the slate's giving us. So, I like Calhoun a good bit. Uh, and, like, and, like, Gallo, like those are the two obvious ones I think in this game. And, of course, you can kind of fill stuff in for stacks if you want. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's move on to the next game. Just stack that other game up. But let's move on to the Mariners versus the Astros. Eight and a half total, not bad. But Valdez, you don't like him for his price tag, but you can absolutely double. You can do a Baltimore-Arizona Diamondbacks with Snell and Valdez pretty easily. I like Valdez. I don't like him as much as Snell, but he's going up against the Mariners. Obviously, a decent amount of Ks in that lineup. Not a whole lot of great hitters. I, I, I like Valdez. Can you talk me off of him? No. Well, it's like, look, uh, if it's probably not that hard to play Snell and Valdez. Uh, Valdez is stretching back to last year, 23% K rate. That's not great. That's not terrible. The walk rate is bad, obviously, at 10.2K. I'm sorry, 10.2%. But like you said, the Mariners, their active, left, their active roster against lefties this year, uh, 71 WRC+. plus. That's the third worst in all of baseball. Uh, and their K rate is 26.3%, which is just jumping off. Uh, I think the Rangers might be the only team that have a higher one, or the Rays, uh, against lefties. The Brewers, too. Whatever, top five as far as uh, striking out versus lefties. Um, you got some – well, I was going to say you got some win equity in theory, I think, maybe. Uh, you know, they should be able to score some runs against LJ. We'll talk about him in a second. But that Houston lineup is also just – geez, just disappointing, we can say. Sure, why not? Oh, they don't um, cheat anymore. Well, Maybe. I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, and Valdez, you know, they, they let him go last time, 100 pitches. Before that against the Dodgers, he got beat around a little bit, 282. 108 before that. So if he's on, if he's pitching fine, you know, he can go basically a full workload. You know, 100 pitches is good with me. And yeah, I, I, I just think – I think he's overpriced, but I also think I'm probably going to have the salary to pay for it. Yeah, plus we know they can go later into the game so than Snell, so theoretically his upside is good. What about Newsom? Any interest in him? No, 
No. No. Houston um, Bats, though? I, yeah, I mean, we're supposed to like the Bats, right? Like, Brantley's is, too cheap still. He's, yeah, I mean, yeah. Brantley doesn't do anything really special, but he's a, still like a professional hitter, which is probably, he's probably better than a quote Plus that Mariners bullpen is terrible. Like, I'm not, I, I don't have a strong stance on the Astros. They've just not been great this season, but Springer, Brantley, Bregman, even Tucker, I'm I'm, I'm fine with all of them. But that, that's, Was it a rest day for Springer? Why didn't he play on Monday? Was it just rest? I don't I know think why. so. I'll double check, but <laughs> what about Mariners? Any Mariners at bats? No, uh, I don't think I'm playing any Mariners. That, that's not going to happen, but I did want to say with with, uh, with LJ, as far as, look, uh, it's not a huge sample, but 16% K rate's pretty bad. That's terrible, actually. And a 2% walk rate. So, like, your guys are going to hit the ball. They're going to they're gonna hit the ball, and his ISO, he's been giving, you know, again, this is not a huge sample. It's like 50 guys he's faced. Uh, but tons of power he's giving up. Not striking anybody out, not walking anybody. So, um, and it's also giving up a ton of hard hits. So, they're going to hit the ball hard. <laughs> and probably a couple of them hit the ball far. So, yeah, you got like the Astros, despite the fact that they, uh, they've they been disappointing on, on the overall. Yeah, yeah, but no manners. You have any? Nope. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, Angels versus Padres. we got Davies going up against Canning. we got a nine total here. Let's start off with Canning here, a guy that used to be a good prospect, five XFIP on the season, going up against the best hitting team in baseball probably. Any interest in Canning at 7K? Yeah, like you said, uh, biggest WRC plus in the slate when facing righties is the Padres. Uh, no, not happening. No, thank All you. All right, what about Davies over on the other side paying 9.9K? I mean, I don't want to play Davies. That, again, that's another one. Just like, well, how is Zach Davies? It's so wild how the pricing it varies from day to day. But, like, that was basically the Grom's price. That was essentially the yeah. Grom's price on Monday. Like, how do they – how does that happen? I don't know. Um, he, he's got more Ks this year. I'll give him that. 23.3%. The Ks are up. You know, he, he doesn't walk a lot of guys either. 6.8%. He has a 2.69 ERA. That's probably why. It's because he's drastically outplaying his XFIP, which I'm not using Davies at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. I do not foresee myself. No, it's not happening. And also, this Angels team doesn't strike out a lot either. Uh, you know, Trout is, is lurking. Rendon's lurking. I know Otani's been terrible this year, but I think I'm not officially ready to write him off just yet. So, no, uh, I'm not playing Davies. What about Angels bats? Trout, Rendon, Otani, Walsh, though they're all expensive, so. Yeah, um, but I think you have to consider them, don't you? And I think you can consider Trout and Rendon. I don't think I'm stacking them up versus Davies. Walsh has been crushing, by the way, for the record. Yeah, uh, but he's 4.7K. Like, I, I don't think I'm going there. 3-1 on Fandle, which is pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad, but... Yeah, pretty good shot at five ABs, you know, assuming he's batting second once again uh, behind Fletcher and in front of Tra- in front of Trout. Uh, Otani's been cheap as well, too. 2.8K uh, on Fandle as well. Is he super cheap on DK or no? 4-4. Uh, 4-4, so not bad. Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably staying away from the Angels. What about the Padres over on the other side versus Canning, who giving up a lot of hard contact, a lot of fly balls, and they can hit the ball hard. I think we're supposed to play Padres, but, you know, I'm going to probably first play Braves. Um, but, you know, you want to play the ownership game. You want to play gamesmanship and all that kind of stuff. You know, Tatis is certainly a really, really strong, if nothing else, tournament play. 
you got to pay for it. 5.7K, it's a bit pricey. Even like a guy like Hosmer's 5K, Will Myers is 5.1. It's an expensive stack is the point I'm making. Yeah, yeah, it's a little tough to play it for, but they stand off of the page just from raw numbers and potential runs. But yeah, the Braves are probably a better stack, but I'm going to definitely have some Padres stacks here today. And Tatis, Machado, both stand off as a great play today from a raw points perspective. Let's move on to the next game here. we got Oakland going up against Dodgers. Montas versus May. Any interest in Montas? Uh, it's a it's a righty facing the Dodgers, right? A righty who used to have had a little bit reverse splits last season because of a splitter. Hasn't really played out that well this season. So, yeah, yeah it's still righty versus the Dodgers. Yeah, I mean he's been disappointing, Montas. I was expecting him to take a bigger step, but uh, well, he's, no, off the, just, he's off the PEDs. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're just calling everybody out. <laughs> Has anybody else been cheating that you want to call out? For the you've called out the uh, the Astros, you know, you're calling out Montas and anybody I else. I mean, yeah, but his fastball drop velocity dropped about what mile and a half, which Jeff definitely changes things. His splitter, he's only using it at a 16% clip this year compared to 22% clip last year. It, he's he's a little bit different pitcher than he was last year, but. He's definitely not throwing the ball as hard. So, yeah, I'm not on Montas either. What about Dustin May going up against A's? No. Um, we, I always talk about Dustin May. Like, he looks like a guy that you get more strikeouts than he does. Yeah. Uh, he just, for whatever reason, like, the numbers the numbers are the numbers. And, like, why, why are his not, his strikeouts are just not as impressive as they should be? Yeah, dude uh, throws heat, but 8.6% swing strike rate, 19% K rate. But why is that? It's so odd. Like, because you look at it, it's like, how does anybody hit what he's throwing sometimes? But yeah. Uh, and he's also another guy that's not going to go very deep. The Dodgers, they have their eye on, you know, the playoffs, setting up their playoff rotation. May is one of their young kids. They, they rarely push. Um, you know, he's got a 9.3K price tag, I suppose. If everything lines up, he can throw 90 pitches and go six innings. Like, that's possible. But again, like, he's less than 20% K rate this season. Like, it's yep. – I feel like eventually it's going to ramp up at some point, but you know, until I see it, uh, you know, and, and like the, the swinging strike rate this year is 8.3%. Like you'd think that, well, maybe that's an outlier. That's about what it should be when your K's are 18%. Yeah. yeah I mean, maybe, maybe a little bit, you know, a little more K's, but I can't get enthused about it. He's fine. About, I'm not going to pick on him. Yeah. What about A's? Yeah. We're not really using any A's bats, maybe Matt Olson, but he gets too many ground balls. Olsen is like a one-off, but otherwise, yeah. I mean, that, that, I, I don't think I'm going there at all. I don't mind Lestella, I suppose, but that's probably, he's probably more of a stack guy. But And also, they have a good bullpen behind him. I'm not really interested in Oakland. Yeah. What about over the Dodgers? Again, they're worried about their – they're going to the playoffs. They probably aren't going to – they might pinch hit, guys. Any interest in the Dodgers going up against Montas? Yeah, I mean, especially the lefties. You look at Montez's splits this year, lefties versus righties, a 441 Woba against lefties, a 289 ISO against lefties. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't think I want to uh, – I, 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 yeah, I'm going to load up on the lefties, you know, load up on them. For sure, uh, the lefties stand out. Absolutely, you can play bets in a stack. I probably wouldn't play bets as a one-off or as my first cash piece. I would roster a guy like Acuna over him, uh, if, which might be a decision point, or maybe a guy like Trout, but – uh, great for tournaments, um, but you know Bellinger. If, if Jock is back, uh, I don't know what the story. I think he had a family emergency. Jock Peterson. I think he had a kid. Hopefully everything's all right there. But uh, he's got a good price on DK. 
Jock is 3.3K. I like that. Yeah. Always a chance of getting him getting the hook. If a right, you know, lefty comes in, that happens sometimes. But sometimes they keep him in, too. Depends upon the game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you on all that. Let's get to the last game of the night. We got Rockies going up against the Giants here. We got an eight total, Smiley versus Freeland. Let's start off with Freeland, obviously a guy that doesn't strike out a ton, guys. Decent real-life pitcher, obviously playing away from Coors. Any interest in him at 7.2K? Yeah, like you said, the Ks aren't really there. Uh, he'll give you a ton of ground balls. Those aren't worth a lot of points. 53.8% ground ball in the season, 16.3% Ks. You know, the walks you know are subdued as well at 6.8K as well. Um, Yaz is probably not going to play lefty on lefty, but he was dinged. He wasn't playing Monday night. So this San Fran lineup is probably not going to look very good. Um, I, but what's the upside is sort of my question. I mean, on the slate, I don't think you need it as much. Like he can get you 20 points looking at splits, like eight points per game at home to 17.8 on the road. He's going up against San Francisco. I don't, I don't hate him. I, I honestly don't hate him on the slate. 7.2K is a fine price tag. You have to look somewhere. He's probably number four on my list in the mid-tier. So I was going to say, not, not to cut you off, but I was going to say, like, we, you know, we do our, uh, our rankings, and we got to rank uh, eight players whenever we have ten games or more. Freeland's going to be in my rankings, like, just because by, by default he's going to be in my rankings. He has to crack it in some way. So, yeah, he's in the conversation. But, you know, it's slim pickings. And you got to, like, do you want to have – play if Snell is going to be like 50% owned you're at a decision point in tournaments obviously you play him in cash games but Snell's also a guy that if he's going to be that heavily owned I'm full on fading well I don't look I'm on Chris Domino here doing ownership but like I'm looking at this slate and how easy it is to get him in there why would you not play him if you know because Valdez is there well you're playing Valdez is going up against a worse team with the same run total and he can go later into games. I think Valdez, like, more I look at things, I think he's a better play than Snell. Well, his K rate is this – you're saying better play raw points? Yeah. Oh, I don't agree with that. And, like, oh. yeah, I mean, like, well, we'll see. I mean, it may, it may work out in your favor, but – Time uh, will tell. Well, <laughs> you're going to point to the scoreboard tomorrow night, and you're going to tweet me for sure. I'll probably forget about it. You're not very memorable, sir. What about Smiley there on the other side? Yeah, I mean, he's had a couple of good K performances last last couple of times out, but also he's not going very deep in games. And I just don't also believe that those are real. I don't, I don't think that's going to continue. Uh, I will say that the Rockies are pretty terrible. Um, Nolan Arenado uh, wasn't in the lineup Monday night. They were talking about shutting him down. He's been hurt for a while. I don't think he plays in our baseball game this season. The Rockies are uh, donezo. So, you know, without him, it's basically story. And that's the one guy you're afraid of in that lineup. Blackman, too, I suppose. But otherwise, that Colorado lineup, outside of Colorado, like Kevin Pillar, a reach of the Kevin Pillar, um, you know, Tapia leading off most likely. It's a trash lineup, but I just don't know what I can get at. Maybe you can get five innings at a smiley. But I'm not rostering Rockies. I, I think this is one of those games where I'm mostly just ignoring. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate smiley, but the pitch count worries me a little bit. He did get to 78 in his last matchup. Maybe he goes longer here. It's not the worst idea in the world, but again, probably not going to make my build right there with you. No Rockies batters like Snell or Smiley has been good, but still the it, it, story is all right, but he's 5.6 K. I'm not paying these prices for him. San Francisco batters, any interest in them? Yeah. I mean, Darren Ruff is 2.4 K on DK. It's no, this is another, like how those, how do you get the double barrel pitchers? You want to call them double barrel pitchers. This is how you do it. It's so, so easy. 
with these kind of guys. We mentioned several of them uh, throughout the show. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that also potentially gets a hook if a righty comes in. Uh, we don't know if Yaz plays. If Yaz doesn't play, if he's not available, that probably increases the chances of Ruff sticking around the entire game. And then, you know, shout out Big T. We know about Wilmer Flores, right? He's facing a lefty. I'm told you, you have to, like, you're you're obligated to play him against left-handers. Is that not true, or is that – have you heard that pretty much, It's pretty much just a fact. There's 9% hard hit rate, 327 ISO this year. I'm on the Flores train. Yeah, uh, that's that's basically it. I mean, we got A.C. Slater leading off, but I think he's kind of as expensive – uh, on DK, 4K, if I'm it's not terrible. He's probably got a better price on. I bet he's got a better price on Fanduel. Two eight, yeah, that's a better price over there. Um, he's fine. I'm not excited. I'm not enthused. And you know, whatever we got excited about that ballpark earlier in the year, I feel like it's it's kind of subdued of late, and it's going to be cold in San Fran. It, yeah, it's going to be 60 degrees. Yeah, they're going to be bundled up there. They got their their panda hats on. Well, if there was people in the crowd, that's not a thing. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Remember those Pablo Sandoval hats that were ridiculous? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I remember. Oh, I remember, sir. Yeah, you may have owned one of those. Who knows? I, I don't think I did, but let's play the morning grind game if I can actually remember it and get out of here. Uh, who's your favorite top top over 8K to not get 15 points or something like that? For the over 8K to bust. Oh, I mean, not get 15 points. Auzelay, he's eight points. <laughs> that Dobnak, he might eke his way. Um, Auzelay or Montas. Wow, great take with you guys. Now I have to go with Dobnak. I'll give you Montas. I'm not giving you Auzelay. Uh, under 8K to get seven or more strikeouts. I can't even remember. I should know these. You're just making up games on the fly. Um, my favorite pitcher under 8K. Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think I got to go with Singer. Which All right. Singer, Singer or Brault, I think is where I'm at. Yeah, you you get you get one answer, Dean. The the game is not just give multiple guys name every no, single the movies, guy. There. You fire a couple times, you get one right, and the people remember. Oh, he said that one. All right, I'm like, giving you Singer. I'm taking Lugo. Uh, high it's price bad to get a home run. Uh, Cunha. Yeah, it's probably a good call. I. I'm I'm going Cole Calhoun. Uh, under 4K to get two or more hits. Well, Jorge Soler is going to hit two homers, so those count as hits, right? Yeah, no, you're still my guy. Thanks. Uh, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go. Hey, with I Mont got home on the road team. I get to go first. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Montcastle. Uh, lastly, team to score five or more runs. Who's your stack of the day? Oh, I mean, I got to stay on brand and go super chalky and just hit the Braves right and pick on my my former favorite team, the Marlins. Yeah, I'm going with the Diamondbacks. All right, Dean, it's been fun. We might have gone over time. I have no idea. It feels like you've won the leave like the last 30 minutes. <laughs> well, I don't. I, I, I forgot when we actually started. I know we're over an hour. Are we really? I hope we're yeah, I, well, we, we, were, we were on pace for like two, and then I had to speed you up, sir. Well, I but, had to talk about Brian, Bobby Abreu. That was a great anecdote, wasn't it? No, I guessed it, so I'm, I'm just impressed with myself. But it's been fun, Dean. Guys, Stevie, I believe we'll be back tomorrow. Um, so, yeah. Guys, hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back again tomorrow. See you, kids. Holler.